You're listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Singapore, Archbishop William Goh. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, the world cherishes democracy, human rights, and this is because freedom is intrinsic to every human person. But if you look at the world today, this so-called exercise of democratic rights, human rights and freedom has been greatly exaggerated. So much so, there is so much violence in the world today. The world is fragmented. Simply because everyone is clamoring for his or her rights to exercise freedom even at expense of the common good. The danger of the world today is that the world thinks that democracy and freedom are absolute. That is why we see people all over the world not only just rebelling against authorities, legitimate authorities, even using violence in order to demand for their rights. I want to qualify. The church is not advocating dictatorship. But the church certainly promotes democracy, human rights and freedom. But it is qualified. Human freedom is not absolute. And I think this is very important to reassess the situation in the world today, in our own lives. What is happening in the world is that the minority views are controlling the rest of the world because they articulate their opinions loudly, very often supported by big establishments, digital world, entertainment, powerful politicians. And that's the reason why after some time, although they are in the minority, their view seems to be the majority. And why is that so? Because the majority of people, we do not like violence, we do not want to fight, we don't, want to, we don't want to face oppositions from people. We keep quiet. We do our own thing silently. But you know, my dear brothers and sisters, it is said, if you were to sling mud on someone, after some time, some would stick to the person. And that is true. 
Minority views today are taken as if they are the majority views, simply because many of us are silent. We are afraid to stand up for Jesus, for the gospel. That is why, my dear brothers and sisters, in such a situation, Jesus was precisely, he was on trial. But it was a town hall trial that we read in the gospel. It was a trial by the mob. How could the Jews earlier on when we had the procession, the Jews welcomed Jesus as the Messiah, the King of David, they said. They were rejoicing, welcoming him with palms, like a king sitting on the court, a king of peace. That's why he's on the court, not on the host. And they were rejoicing. And simply because they believed that Jesus was the Messiah, perhaps they thought Jesus was only a political Messiah to liberate them from the Romans' conquerors. And so, what changed the situation? How could Jesus, who was so popular, so welcomed by the people, in a few days' time, these to be the same people that were called for his death? My dear brothers and sisters, three factors involved. Firstly, through the manipulation of the religious authorities, especially by the high priest, the priestly class. Because Jesus was a threat to the temple. When he spoke to the Samaritan woman, in time to come, you will no longer worship in this temple. You worship in spirit and in truth. The livelihood the status quo, the power, the money that was generated from exorbitant tax in the temple would be compromised. And so Jesus was a threat to them. Furthermore, just a few days ago, earlier on, he raised Lazarus from the dead and Bethany was very close to Jerusalem. And many were flocking to see Lazarus, again, it was a slap on their face because they do not believe in a doctrine of the resurrection. Again, doctrinally, they were challenged. But most of all, the priests were against Jesus simply because they were afraid that they would lose power if there was a rebellion, the Roman conquerors would strip them of their power to manage their own people. And so they were afraid their position as their leaders would be compromised. Secondly, they managed to get rid of Jesus because they portrayed Jesus as a fraud. He was a fraud. 
Because, as we have read in today's scripture reading, Jesus came as a suffering servant. The people were expecting a political messiah, a messiah that was to be seen as a conqueror. But as we read in the first reading, he would suffer. He would suffer. The first reading from prophet Isaiah, the suffering servant, we are told he will make no resistance. He will offer his back to those who struck him. And so Jesus was not only debunked as the Messiah, as a fraud. Worse still, they said Jesus was an enemy of the Jews because they got people to frame him. He was destroying the temple. Therefore, our enemy, we must get rid of him. And the people believed. Thirdly, it was due to the political weakness of the governor, Pontius Pilate. He was not the man who was interested to see justice done. He was more concerned in preserving his power through popularity. He knew Jesus was right. And yet, he did not have the courage to act justly. Because he was afraid if he did, the people would go against him and the Roman emperor would remove him. And so he played to the crowd. What do you all think? You want Barabbas, a brigand, or you prefer Jesus? And of course, they were all instigated to choose a brigand. My dear brothers and sisters, Pilate was not standing for the people, for the truth. In the face of a difficult decision, he left it to what we today we call consensus. Let the people decide. It is your decision, not mine. When the leader, my dear brothers and sisters, refused or neglect his responsibility to make the decision for the people, he can no longer be a real leader. Especially difficult, hard decisions that have to be made. My dear brothers and sisters, today, this is what the gospel is inviting us. Whether we are ready to stand up for justice, for the truth. The trial was not just a mob trial. It was a travesty of justice. They were not concerned about what is objectively right, but subjectively what they prefer. They were not concerned about justice, about power. They were not concerned about the truth. They were concerned about their position. You can imagine, my dear brothers and sisters, if you have a government, a leader who acts in this way, the country will collapse. Because it will be the crowd 
ruling the rest of the people. This is why the danger of so-called truth by consensus. Do you know where the truth lies? If it is truth by popularity, by consensus, taking straw polls, is that the way we decide what is right and what is wrong? But that is the way the world is asking. And have you realized, my dear brothers and sisters, very often it is the minority that makes the decisions for the majority. People go for demonstration. What is the percentage? Compared to the entire population, what is the percentage? Those who do not demonstrate, are they saying yes? Are they afraid? Are they being indifferent? But because there is a pressure group, this is worse than having a despot or to be ruled by the masses. By a small group of people who have power because of influence, because of money, because of vested interest, supported by powerful establishments, imposing their ideas of human rights, democracy, freedom on others. My dear brothers and sisters, look at Jesus in today's gospel. He was facing death, persecution. Jesus stood up for the truth. He did not run away simply because it was an unpopular decision. Jesus was not afraid. Like the suffering servant in the first reading from prophet Isaiah. He was ready to stand up for what he believed. Today, with all the fake news, distorted news, people still believe. Just like in those days, actually fake news is nothing new. Already, the priests were faking the news about Jesus. He was trying to destroy the temple. And people believe because why? The powerful are supporting. Trial be done by social media. But that is what is happening in the world today. So my dear brothers and sisters, are we like today, the apostles, they also were cowards. They ran away. When the maid said to Peter, you are the one, you know, I don't know him. The same crowd that welcomed Jesus with palms will be the same crowd that condemned him. Do we belong to that crowd, my dear brothers and sisters? We welcome him. Our lives condemn him. Our words condemned him because we dare not stand up for Jesus. We are not ready, as what the Palm Sunday introduction said, to enter with Jesus to Jerusalem is to enter and share with him his passion and death. If we are not ready to carry the cross, then Jesus said, you will not be my disciple. Thanks for listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Grace, Archbishop William Goh. This podcast is brought to you by Catholic SG Radio.